You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Special guests and off-topics in this segment, Anything Goes, you're listening to 3PM. I don't know. Anyone have any stories or anything they want to say? Uh, no stories. More so a question. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, men's like hygiene, skincare. What's your opinion? Do you have a routine? <laughs> what do you like? Do you have any thoughts? I got a lot of thoughts, but <laughs> I got a skincare routine. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it at that. Have you heard of Adrenaclean or whatever? <laughs> Just kidding. What's have you heard s- of a toothpaste? <laughs> <laughs> Deodorant? Uh, honestly, my routine, don't touch your face as much as possible. That's a big one. Yeah, it is. Uh, try to avoid sugar because it makes me break out. I have sun lotion skin no sun lotion face lotion so it has a little bit of sunscreen in it because mm. sun damages your skin and that's it dope why do you think men's like hygiene is all like always so overlooked what do you mean overlooked just not like uh as important as women's yeah well we just haven't been marketed to yet until now you know so i just don't don't think it was ever a um, I just think the big time marketing firms in like the sixties and seventies just didn't see that as a, like men would want to do that maybe. Yeah. But even now, like they're like, if you look at different products, it's like, like we, we still don't have a ton and they're all like ambiguous too. I mean, I feel like there's more subscription options, but I, you're right. It's still not like, it's not like super, like we, we're not all doing it, you know? It's always, but I feel like it's always marketed as like, like old spice like you want to be a man and smell like, like dragons and <laughs> bear semen yeah, yeah. Like, nice. i feel like hymns is trying to do like hymns and some other kind of companies like that are kind of trying yeah. to be more targeting like younger professionals you know and not being over the top with stuff as much yeah. but on, but you're right only like maybe one or two companies are i've just like, started more so that. just trying to take care of yourself and like trying to feel better mm-hmm. and be better like what the hell is sports rush? <laughs> like, what is what is that scent? <laughs> oh, I was like, literally, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, a scent of deodorant? Are you rushing? And I think of sports sport? rush. All I can think of is like a jock strap. Like, oh yeah, that's yeah. the deodorant <gasps> I apply every morning. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like everything men's hygiene is like either marketed to be like you want to smell like <laughs> you're chopping, you're a lumberjack, yeah. or you're. I think they honestly feel like men, men taking the care of themselves is so like men don't want to do it because they don't want to be seen as like weak or feminine. uh, Yeah. Or 
So they're like, what? No. Like I, I, yeah, I scrub my back with like lava. I don't know. Like <laughs> lava rocks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably why they do market in that way. I mean, yeah, but I feel like it's changing though, but you're right. Like not, it's there. It's not here yet though. I just want to say that you Kings look great. Oh, wow, dude. Wow. Bless you King. This just, is not a sponsored conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, manscape. <laughs> uh, do we have leftover questions from two weeks ago? We sure do. Do you want to oh, do some of those? Yes. I love, I love the questions. I like this one actually from Scam Leakley. Leakley? Scam Leakley. How do you say that? Did dude? you learn to read it at homeschool? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I did. Sorry. We'll take it. <laughs> what type of person do you relate to the least? Oh, you three. Okay. I've always felt super fish out of water with you. How do I say this without sounding so freaking like your typical macho dude? Uh. Like if I'm hanging out with uh, men, my age and stuff, it's like, did you catch the game on Friday night? Like, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I know dick about any sports. <laughs> the You're most right. sports I know is like Marble Olympics and hell yeah, or UFC. Maybe I know like some guy hit someone, that's, but that's, I always feel so out of control, like not out of control. I always feel so out of place in that setting because I'm like, well, did you hear that? Um, there's a haunted uh, mansion in. <laughs> Uruguay, <laughs> and they're like, "What the f- are you talking about?" <laughs> I can att- I feel like I've seen you uncomfortable in those situations. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> I'm like, "Who's your favorite football team, Charles?" <laughs> Just uh, like uh, the Pittsburgh Yankees, <laughs> <laughs> the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Charles and I are the same in that aspect, where it's like, throughout my life, I've been surrounded by sports. Family, friends, cousins all play sports, and like, I tried so hard to like sports and get into certain sports and. You finally came out of that sports closet. Yeah. <laughs> I do not S with that. No, <laughs> no. Uh, it's just not in my wheelhouse. I respect that. I like that because like we're such close friends and then me and Sean are like our lives are sports. Yeah. Jordan and Sean are very much into sports. I came over to the house and they were watching an NBA game and I was like, I thought Corona. <laughs> like, <laughs> How are they getting away with this? <laughs> Yeah, so that's why, or just like if you were to picture your stereotypical like, like salesman, I don't know, just like super driven, like I got a new car and it has 28 (laughs) horses and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Does that make sense? Car talk, I'm I'm out of the water on car talk. I'm like, uh, I, I, I could take my take my car to get my oil changed. I don't change it myself. Sorry. (laughs) I think guns too for me. I love going out shooting guns. It's fun. But when it comes to like last weekend, I picked up like a scope for my P90X or something. <laughs> That's a workout thing, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. Don't act cool. Yeah, no, yeah. My PP7. Yeah. <laughs> my golden gun, actually. Uh, just, I got a new grip on it. Uh, uh, my ray gun. Yeah. <laughs> He's in zombies. <laughs> I know what you're saying. We're like, well, is that an M15 or an M16? Dude, you can tell by the stock. The iron it. sights on that are not good, dude. <laughs> you got to upgrade that. It's like, I really can't relate to people that complain and v- become victims, like make themselves a victim. I'm sorry. I can't. 
I feel like I live my life in a way where if I want to do something, I go and do it. And if that doesn't happen, I look at how I could have changed the outcome, not how everything happened that I couldn't control. Huh. And people who blame things outside of their control and become victims, I can't relate to. That makes sense. That makes sense for real. I hear you. That, it's really hard to be around someone whose mindset is constantly like, woe is me. No, I get that. It's like soul sucking. <laughs> it's vampire energy, dude. That good suck. <laughs> <laughs> that bad suck. <laughs> is there such thing? I like that question. Thanks. Likely. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll throw one more in. I like how we get this question every once in a while, but it kind of changes for me every once in a while as well. Is it Mary F. Keller? <laughs> Who are your favorite bands and artists right now? Ooh. Ooh. That's from Stein Kelly. Stein Kelly. My favorite right now is Surfaces. Oh. Like hands down. Every single song I, f- I freaking love, dude. They have a good like summer happy vibe. <laughs> uh, I'm obsessed with Kenny Beats. Hey. For like a year and a half straight now, uh, anything he touches is fire. Nice. What kind of music is Kenny Beats? Hip hop. Dope. But he's he's very much in the hip hop scene right now. I've been obsessively listening to this producer called Icy Twat. <laughs> um, That's how you post that on your. Um, can you tell again what was your name? I like this guy. <laughs> um, the name is Icy Twat. Wow. And. Oh. It's just like lo-fi hip-hop, kind of, and it's just, it goes hard. Nice. I really like it. Lo-fi goes hard. Nice. Quite the juxtaposition. That's what makes it so impressive. Dope. I don't know, man. I think I'm lame. I don't really <laughs> listen to music. I listen to podcasts right now, so. Then who you listen Taylor to, Swift. bro? <laughs> uh, These four twats. It said up. artists, too, and podcasters <laughs> are artists. We are artists. I listen to a lot of 3 a.m. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I listen to Mysterious Universe, My Favorite Murder, uh, Radio Rental. Solid. All dope. Go listen to them if you uh, are bored. Sick. Next question or should we move on? <laughs> One more. Let me see what we got. Okay. Our last question. Any unusual hobbies from Everything's Great? Ah. Uh. First of all, it took me forever to get that her username was everything's great. <laughs> Every time I'd read it, I'd be everything's G H R eight. Like me with the other username, sorry. Um unusual hobbies. I like to collect human teeth. That's unusual. No, you do not. <laughs> I was gonna say there's no way. I'd be upset. I'd be like gagging as I'm like, Ugh. I mean, we could consider liking haunted and scary things an unusual hobby. That's true. There are some people I meet who just don't understand the whole being into scary stuff. It's true. <laughs> it's very kind of condescending. We're paranormal explorers. <laughs> Thank you for your strong opinions about what I'm trying to do with my life. <laughs> uh, there are several YouTube channels that I religiously watch. That are very embarrassing. <laughs> and I One will, of them you recently I came will, out with. I will not be uh, announcing what those are. <laughs> oh, I will for you. No. Let's hear it. <laughs> I watch PewDiePie, okay? <laughs> I've never watched it in my life. I don't know what happened, but this quarantine thing, I was like, who? Okay, let's check out this Swede. And I found it entertaining. So I watch now all the time. Dope. This might be all cuttable. <laughs> yeah. 
one thing we all like to do is listen to like DJ sets or artist sets. And I get the impression that that's not normal. <laughs> I remember uh, I was cleaning the house and I usually put on like a DJ set in the background while I clean the house or just play music loud. And DJ sets are perfect because it's like an hour of music. Uh, it's not like my Spotify where it's like, oh, I don't like this song skip or cue or it's I just vibe like the whole time. Yeah, I just put it on and let it play and whatever happens, happens and it's fun. And my landlord came over and she was like, what is this? I'm like, oh, it's just a DJ set. She's like, oh, that's really weird. <laughs> First of all, rude. Yeah. Yeah. Way rude. I've, I don't really know other people <laughs> who do that regularly like we do. Like I watch probably more YouTube than Netflix, Hulu, like there's just a bunch of content creators that I like keeping keeping up. I'm watching. Like if I'm yeah. wa- if I want to watch something, I usually am on YouTube. Huh. I feel like, and this question could be like looked at from another point of view. Like everyone's unusual in a little way. Like whatever you like. But me personally, I watch YouTube a little bit, and so I feel like I'm the unusual one not into YouTube because I feel like everyone watches YouTube a ton. In our group, at least the dudes. You mean everyone? I feel that. You're saying you're like the odd one out because everyone in our group taught or watches YouTube and you don't. Well, everyone that I know, <laughs> I mean, outside of maybe a couple other people, which I think are the outliers huh. at Def- this point. Definitely compared to like the older generation, they don't watch YouTube at all. And they don't really understand that there's like TV series and like content creators are releasing episodes daily or weekly. And it's like a legitimate thing you would watch. I mean... I, I would argue that some people our age as well, like, and this is just an isolated case, but my girlfriend and I made a dish from binging with Babish. Hell yeah. Which is one of our favorite uh, cook cooks or chefs on YouTube. And she was like, where'd you guys get that recipe? And we're like, oh, this uh, YouTuber. And she's like, oh, I'd never th- I would never think of YouTube to like get food. What? And I was like... <laughs> I, I've gotten that a handful of times from a bunch of different people, even our age. And I'm like, I guess people just don't use YouTube. I don't know. I don't honestly associate with too many other people our age besides us. So, so <laughs> maybe that's why. <laughs> to go to your point about uh, listening to DJ sets, I do that when I'm working, when I'm like studying. I do it when I go to the gym and I do it when I'm like working on projects. So you guys came over for a whole weekend and we were working on a ton of 3 a.m. stuff and we had another friend who we don't see a lot and he would keep coming downstairs and we just had a DJ set like going on the oh, yeah. on the TV. And after like day two or three of like the same thing happening, he'd come downstairs. He finally was like, so is this what you guys do? You just kind of like come over and put on a DJ and just sit here. And I was like, like it didn't occur to me. He thought it was so weird that we did that. It's like, I mean, it it, it kind is, of blows my yeah. mind because I find it so much better than just listening to a playlist of songs. Like I'm just like that's kind of boring. You you don't get the best part of song. It's almost like taking. I'm oh, sorry. It's almost like taking like the best part of each song and you get to listen to all that over and over. But also, we're kind of like ADHD when we like change songs. <laughs> you know, when we're DJing and stuff. So I guess maybe that's part of it. Now that I think about it. <laughs> I think it's just interests too. I think that's the driving bit of it. Like, I think maybe that just the, in, like we love the internet in general. 
I think it's a good way of summing that up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because all like most of us love, we've said YouTube, Twitch is becoming a really big one. Um, We're obsessed with TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) That's a no. That's a false. (laughs) Delete. Um, (laughs) What else? Like Reddit, Reddit and Imager too. I think there's, there's like levels to the internet. So there's like, I go, I use the internet to like Google maps. Or like yeah. when I have a question, mm-hmm. I put it into Google. I ask Jeeves. But then there's like internet culture. So it's like I'm constantly on Reddit, Facebook, YouTube. They're talking about people on YouTube to YouTubers talking about Reddit people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think we're really much into internet culture. We're very dialed in yeah. into the yeah internet scene. And those people IRL are like kind of few and far between compared to like what we we're talking about earlier, like sports, like way more people are like watching sports and there's even like sports stuff, like in these, like, like Reddit and YouTube, you know, reviewers or threads, game threads, you know? Um, but there's like an underlying internet that's combined. Like that's keep, that's kind of connecting everyone. Yeah. Uh, well, the internet too, it's like, because it's within the confines of like your home, <laughs> Or just like in your own space on your phone. Yeah. Like you're not outside <laughs> talking to people about yeah. it, you know? You're not outdoors doing it, you it's know? It's like your weirdest thoughts and like feelings are easily expressed. I'm like also thinking of what are my hobbies that people have said, why? Why do you do that? Like what, what do you mean? What are some examples? I, I ju- it just occurred to me that climbing is one. Like I like climbing and I've had people be like, why? And I'm like, I mean, that's kind of a good question, but because I can. Like, what the hell do you like? Yeah, what do you know? What do you do? It's like vertical hiking. It's like if you like hiking, <laughs> how can you not like climbing? It's yeah, and it's always weird to me when people like just can't let you like whatever you like. Yeah, yeah, that's just like weird. somehow it offends them personally. <laughs> yeah, it's like you don't like what I like. Yeah, I feel that. I'm always open. I hate when people aren't willing to experience new things. That's one or person they, I they can't have prejudgments to. on things they don't have never done. So it's like, mm-hmm. uh, hey, do you want to try this new activity? No, I'd hate that. Well, have you ever done it? No. Well, how do you know you'd hate it? Because I just know. It's like, okay, you can live your <laughs> life like that. I don't personally agree with that. I always feel like you should be willing to like. That happens more often than not. And I, it's always a struggle for me. Like, it feels like pulling teeth when trying to like sometimes suggest things. And I, I, I try not to like inf- fully like enforce like my likes on other people, but uh, one of my, like I thrive on discovery, like finding Yo, me new too. things, me too. whether yeah. it's like, it doesn't even just have to be through media, like a new song, a new sound, mm-hmm. new movie, new restaurant. Yeah. New a new series to watch new activity, new hike, see, seeing a new view, a new place, or just like new experiences with like close ones. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like our version of exploration. Yeah. It's our rando nodding through life. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, I thrive on that. So whenever I suggest something new to someone, it's like I want somebody to experience that with me. And I, I guess I get into the headspace that, you know, people should be like that. Yeah. So when people are like, no, I don't want to watch that. Sometimes I'm like, why the? <laughs> you know? no. No, I feel you, dude. When it's like, at the very least, like we're spending time together. You yeah. Know? True. I think that that is one thing all four of us have in common is we're like 
very down to try stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Oh, and I think like I could be just shooting from the hip and be totally off, but I'm pretty sure there's like neur- neurological like benefits to changing the way you think trying to trying do, new discovering things. new things it, it helps your brain like learn learn better it helps your brain react to situations better and adapt better isn't that something they suggest to people who are like starting to experience dementia or getting older is like mm. try new hobbies like try new stuff keep your brain elastic or whatever keep it yeah keep it active keep it elastic well, it's like over the weekend when we did go to PAL, like I did a couple of things that I had never done before yeah. and like you killed them wake surfing Bro, I freaking love that now. It was so fun. I that was my first time, and and Sean kicked Same. ass, dude. It was wild. It's like, well, I I'm definitely he was gonna, gonna die. <laughs> I'm gonna post all the bloopers. Actually, <laughs> we a, should all post our bloopers if we, we have them. That was a hilarious video that you already made too. Yeah, I it. only have bloopers. <laughs> Some of us only have bloopers. <laughs> no, I agree though. Uh, but you tried, DJ, and that's the. That's what matters. Wow. <laughs> uh, here, here's the flip side to that, though. And I recently heard this in a study. Just kidding. I think I read a meme. Uh, <laughs> that's a study, bro. <laughs> Studies show I really do be like how, how rumors get spread. <laughs> but it said, are you the type of person who watches like a show over and over and over? And I was like, I'm not. But I know people who are like that. And it's it t- talked about. Um, those people might be experience high anxiety and what happens when you watch a show over and over and over, you know, the plot, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to happen and there's a lot of comfort stability in that. So I get that. And I get a lot of people who are like, like that. And it makes sense. I'm just not one of those people. I'm like, let's do something crazy. You know, so I want to watch something I've never seen before. Yeah, or, Like I need new stuff constantly. That's why yeah. I listen to podcasts. Cause it's like, information so much new stuff so much new information they're covering so many diverse topics yeah but i think we do dabble occasionally with the things that we love like for me i just just thinking when i when i first moved to china the first month i probably watched stuff i'd already watched but probably for that reason like i was in in an unknown place i was uncomfortable um you probably needed a little bit of something to be tethered to mm -hmm. because your entire environment was brand new Mm -hmm. so you still needed a little something and then after about the, that month, then I started watching new things. And I, it wasn't some, something I did on purpose, right? Like I wasn't like consciously being like, oh, I need to watch this. But it was just like a natural thing. So that you sharing that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could relate to that. Yeah. I uh, recently read an article that I freaking loved, which was about being comfortable and the growth that you can have by being comfortable at being bad at things. That's good. Because so it's many hard people just to learn. I struggle yeah, with that. And that's what I was legit thinking I when we were down there. I was like, bro, I suck. That first day I couldn't get up on the board the whole time. And I was just, I was pissed. Cause I'm, I, I feel like I can be comfortable being bad at things, but I keep trying. Cause I don't want to, cause I also hate losing. So I, I guess, but I, I know that feeling. Yeah. Do you, I think we all have that. But yeah. like being comfortable at being bad at things is like an area where you can really grow and improve. I think that's my biggest hindrance in my entire life is fear of failure. Mm-hmm. So what I do is instead of trying and failing, I don't try at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being straight up right now. No, I've, um, I've been through that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same. But I think also along the lines, I think being comfortable with like where you're like where you're at with your growth. Right. Cause I think so often we just, we see ourselves in like the immediate and we, we all know you hear everyone always talks about things like this, but it's like, you see yourself just in this grind and you're not looking at the, 
the the bigger picture and seeing like, oh, look at how much I've grown, you know? And so like for me, when we were talking about the podcast, probably when in Lake Like Powell, driving over here. Yeah, or maybe, yeah, just driving over here. And I was just like going off about everything I was like super impressed with, like the things that you've changed recently that I really thought were great ideas. And you guys were like, oh yeah. And I was just, but it, you know what I mean? Just like sometimes it's also good to kind of take a breath and be like, it really kind of reevaluate, but also like reevaluate positively, not only just to look at the negatives, but to see, Oh, look at how much I've grown here. Give yourself the credit you deserve. Yeah. I think that's really important to keep your emotions in check. And like also just to keep your attitude in the way, the way it needs to be so that you can progress. Damn. Thanks y'all. This has been another motivational Monday (laughs) with 3 (laughs) AM. Has been. This show is sponsored by better help. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. I have benefited from therapy in a way that it's allowed me to feel a lot more light, lightness in my heart, my head, my emotions. If that's something that you are needing, if that's something that's missing, Give therapy a try. Give BetterHelp a try. Uh, we want to hook you up um, by getting it off your chest uh, and it be a little lighter on the wallet. Uh, go ahead and visit betterhelp.com slash 3 a.m. And you can get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 3 a.m. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Uh, I have a question. Uh, What is your social media, uh, specifically Instagram? What's your feed on your Instagram? Like what are the accounts like you, what follow? you follow? Oh, okay, okay. okay. Like, that consists of your feed. <laughs> but you like, see my feed. Me, me, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. You have something. No, you obviously are shorting. Me and Sean recently, right before we went down to Lake Powell, we were like thick thoughts. No, I'm like not <laughs> joking. I was like, damn, bro. I thought I was I was the only wild one. Uh, it was just it was just we had similar tastes apparently in a. In females, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and sometimes my my feed's just littered, and then uh, like Forty ers and then like random like retro like weird like and then like weird designing stuff. You know what I mean? So mine's aggressively weird. I want to bring mine up. You do not save it, dog. Yo, he has a. Pl- Sean is straight <laughs> showing us his wank bank right now. <laughs> it is not a wank bank. It is a folder of appreciation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> crap all over here <laughs> he's like opens up this safe folder i'm like damn bro that's organized that's wait, wait, how- so disgusting no, no, it's okay <laughs> share that with me bro <laughs> <laughs> 
dude, what accounts are those? I just want to block them. So I, I, so them I know what to avoid, you yeah. know? Um, how, ma- how many of those have you slid into? Uh, at least two of them. There's IRL? Physically? IRL. Like physically slid into <laughs> Yes. No. Uh, just just the regular DMs. Dude, you need to slide a little bit more, Sean. I mean, you got it. You're shooting that bucket. shot. Bro. Yeah, boy. Don't be afraid of failure. I, you know I've, been, I've been shooting my shot with the people that are more local. Like that I don't have to travel 10 hours to get to. But if I could travel 10 hours to get to, that would add a vast amount to those DMs I could slide into. Yeah, I don't think you have enough money and time to go travel. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so some baddies on the feed. DJ and I obviously, okay, so DJ and I are in relationships, so our feeds are quite different. Uh, <laughs> mine just like everyone I know and then uh, art and that's it. Like I don't follow anything anymore. Mine's the same. And I, I think like 80% of the things I follow are like visual or like audio. Must be nice. So. Besides all of that, I have a lot of travel and outdoor stuff that I follow. And a lot of like motivational and stuff like that. Uh, what was that, Jordan? Um, I just, I've, I've recently um, in the last like few months started following a lot more political things. And I follow, <laughs> I follow like this account and, and they're posting things. I was like, oh, that, that's interesting. And then all of a sudden they started, oh, never mind. I mean, they surprised me with some of the things that they believed. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm following this wild account. <laughs> but I, I, I try to follow like, like I follow also like a basically Antifa, you know, so I try to follow like a diverse range just to, you know, just to see what people are posting and it all looks the same. To me, Dude, like, I, I am, I spend so much more energy and time than I should on people and accounts that have wildly different uh, political opinions than I do. Like the only reason I have Twitter is because of an old roommate who all he talks about is just politics and most of it are things that I just cannot get with, but it's like, it's almost like a train wreck for me. Like <laughs> you can't look away. Yeah. I can't look away. Mm-hmm. Can't watch. It's like so popping videos. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm always like looking at people's, uh, I, 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 I say I don't care, but this is one thing that I do care about. Not that I'm trying to fight them, but I don't know. It's almost like the zoo to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like these things are out in the wild, bro. <laughs> like, huh. I'm just seeing them live, seeing mm-hmm. their habitat. Um, can somebody tell me what's going on with Belarus? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I was, I was talking to my just Russian friends. Just give me friends. a basic rundown, dude. I Cliff feel like notes. that was really uh, what's the word vulnerable of you because I feel like people are not allowed to like not know what's going on anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's like yeah. 90% of the time, I kind of don't know because I can't handle it. There's so much going mm-hmm. on. It's hard to keep up with everything. And at one point, it becomes like a huge echo chamber. You hear the same things over and over, and it just gets louder and louder, and then it's, it's just noise. Well, here's point, my and thing. then you just want to turn it off. So it's like a weird balance of wanting to stay connected for the right reasons and disconnect for also the right reasons. Yeah. Uh, here's my thing is like, I have major, major, major trust issues. Like I see anything politically related. I second guess and question every single one on left and right on left and right. Every single, everybody. And it becomes exhausting 
because I see one thing that says this, one thing that says this, they completely uh, contradict each other. And I want to, I want to know the truth. The truth is out there. (laughs) I want to believe, but it becomes exhausting so hard. You, you're a really good embodiment of that. Um, Just knowing that the truth is out there yet questioning everything, which is healthy, you know? That should be your end tagline. I feel like that fits you more. Question everything. Question. Or, or the truth is out there. Ooh. For both. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Question everything. The it's truth is your out identity. There. You know, let me experiment a little bit in the next couple episodes. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Crowdsource, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. And for me too, I think it's important to just, even if these opinions are totally foolish or if they're, even if they're right and, you know, you might be wrong with your opinion. Um, or if there's there's not even a right or wrong sometimes, you know, I think it's important to know just how other people think and how other people react to things because that just prepare you, prepares you for situations in the future as well. And if you're if you're open to understanding and learning about people, that's all, what is that? That's just knowledge about life, like whether their perspective is right or wrong. It's real for them and right for them. And so if you're able just to at least absorb some of that information that's how I feel like most all information is good information because it's it's giving you a perspective from somebody who's also living some this empathy, life. good or bad. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm sad that I I feel like discourse and discussion is dying. It's like no longer. Allowed. You're not allowed to have discourse discourse and discussion without being bigoted or like hateful to the other person now that's if you disagree yeah Mm -hmm. i I realized that several years ago i was training a new person and they were doing something wrong so i kept correcting them and at the end of the training they were like like they were physically doing something wrong so i was like no no no, you got to do it like this no no no, you got to do it like this and at the end they were like why are you being so mean to me and i was like hold on i'm not being mean to you i'm showing you the correct you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so it's just like you can't disagree without someone being hurt. And that's when you're married to your ideas and stuff. You know what I mean? Like your ideas and your beliefs are your identity. Therefore, if someone disagrees with that, you take it very personally. And so I am the biggest like antagonist or devil's advocate. Like I will sit there and argue with someone with something I don't <laughs> agree with. So yes. I will take a, a stance that I don't believe in because I want to hear you defend your belief because if you can sit there and thwart all the holes I'm trying to poke in your argument, then I learn from you. So if I like if you had a, a belief and then I start like attacking it every way I can and you successfully uh, freaking karate block all of them, then I'll <laughs> then I'm going to be like, damn, that's a good belief. Like mm-hmm. it's very defendable. You did a great job. And so that's just like my normal inclination when I hear things. And a lot of people hate that shit. So I've had to learn not to do that with people. Or if I am, I have to warn them and be like, hey, I'm going to like argue, but it's just because I want to hear your thoughts Mm -hmm. on it thoroughly. I agree with that sentiment a lot because uh, just it's tough to like play devil's advocate now. It's like sometimes I just want to learn. Mm hmm and try to push the, the envelope of what I do and don't understand. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to test you on it and you don't have to know either, but just being in a space where we can both like talk and try to broaden our understanding. Which and, I appreciate as well. And if you say uh, I value when people say, I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know what I believe in or I don't know what happened, like what the facts are. Let me go and check. Like that's huge. I, 
I think also too with it, if you're unable to do that, then there's probably something wrong with your beliefs, right? Or if your beliefs are so predictable, there's probably something wrong with your beliefs because you're not thinking for yourself. You're not, the point of believing something is to take the basis or the the foundation of that knowledge and then building upon it with your own personal experiences, right? But if I already know what you're going to say politically or whatever, it's like, you're not, you're just, you're, all you're doing is memorizing a book and then reciting it to me. That's not a belief. That's not, you're not defending something. That's not logic. That's not a logical discourse. And it's not open for like progression either. Yeah. It's like you're saying, it's this is it. This is how it's always going to be. I mean, there are absolute truths in this world. Sky is blue most of the time or <laughs> the sun is hot, you know, but it's like, there are things that are constantly changing. And if you just set your foot down once in the current climate, I feel like it's going to be hard to, to learn and adapt and overcome. I think something we can all practice is being okay with disagreeing and then allowing other people to change, Mm -hmm. which I think we don't. It's like, and being, if you make a mistake once you're done, son, you know what I mean? Like burn that shit off the earth. But it's like, okay, that's not progressive. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually a better story. If you disagree with someone, and they change their mind and like progress, you know, I don't know. Or you, yeah. you, you each take a <laughs> little bit from each other. progress, yeah. And like the whole point, like with, with science and philosophy and what, whatever you're, you're challenging, right? What's the way to discover new theories? Cha- like the basis of science is to question, question science, everything, yeah. right? Like it's so foolish. That's the scientific method. It's like go to, go to college and actually learn something instead of just learning this same I'm getting, I'm getting around. Dude, up. Jordan is goodwill I'm, hunting right I'm now. In this, I'm in this world. So You're I'm saying ch- that to three chill. Uh, non-graduates. College <laughs> dropouts. <laughs> the f*** are you saying? <laughs> no, no, I'm saying is most people just yeah. go to college and don't learn anything. They just memorize this bullshit belief system. Well, well there's all. a game set up in college and it's like, do these things and you win the game. So it's like, you know, pass mm-hmm. the class, suck your pre- professor's dick mm-hmm. metaphorically. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I've noticed, I've noticed too in my classes, anytime I've, leaned a certain way on my answers i've gotten a better grade even if my the my argument isn't isn't You're organized, just predicting what the professor I would know, like better i know what the professor wants me to say and it's so ridiculous and that's why i respect people like jordan peterson or even like flagrant too where they're out here and they're at least challenging things from a like logical perspective and not in an offensive way it's like I'm trying to learn where you're coming from and this is why i have issues with what you're saying right and it's like even if I don't agree with what they're saying, at least they're having a conversation with these people and, and at least some kind of discourse is happening because once discourse is over, that's when tyranny follows and then we have nothing left. And I think people are like, oh, you're, you're scared of stuff. And it's like, look at history, dude. Like, it repeats itself. <laughs> yeah. Bro, this might be our most progressive episode to date. And I think we've all grown from it. Yeah, Sh- shut up. <laughs> Cut wherever you want. I got a little wild. All right. Yeah, wild. let's bring it back. Y'all. I'm drinking caffeine. <laughs> no, that's fun. I'm glad we could talk about things. Hopefully, hopefully we all learn from each other. Uh, and that's uh, honestly like a, a goal of the podcast is to learn different cultures, different people's perspectives, different stories. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's been us preaching and we're done. And we, know, <laughs> and we really know nothing. So <laughs> take that with, however you want. Have any of you ever shit your pants? <laughs> no, not not once have I ever done that. Dude, I, okay. 
This is TMI. Uh, if you think this is gross, go ahead and fast forward. Uh, or grow up. Yeah, <laughs> but screw you. No, I'm just kidding. I sharded for the first time in my life like two weeks ago. <laughs> and I swear I was like, oh no, like I'm incontinent now. <laughs> like I'm getting older. I now don't have control over my back. Like it was so humbling. I hated it. Um, and then actually like an hour later when I was able to get to a bathroom, I did a little wipe investigation and it turns out I didn't shart, but I truly believed I had <laughs> and it was just so humbling and I was like, gosh, damn it. Like this is the worst. I don't know. Uh, I have uh, once in the last 10 years. Do tell. Yeah, it was at a friend's wedding. Oh, <laughs> and it was in the middle of the ceremony and I couldn't leave. <laughs> like, I couldn't leave. I was a groomsman and I had my stomach was so sore and I had to at least fart. So I was sitting on a chair and I knew you can tell when it's going to be a little airy. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. So you can kind of get away with oh, it. Oh, yeah. The most so I, delicate yeah, part. I, I, I go at like a 10 degree lean to the left <laughs> and I, I just let out a, a little bit of air and a little bit more. Yep. <laughs> and there was no sound, but I could feel it. Oh, it was close. There was no sound. I was, I was so sad. I was so sad <laughs> on my one of my best friend's happiest days. Like, I was so sad. Such a beautiful ceremony. <laughs> like, no, that's not why I'm crying right now. <laughs> and well, I mean, to kind of emphasize the situation a little more for all our Mormon friends, it was in the temple. Oh. So. <laughs> Like, I especially couldn't go anywhere <laughs> and do Bro, anything. I think that's a straight to hell card. I think so too. <laughs> like shit in the temple, <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but uh, yeah, it luckily it didn't get to my magic underwear. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Luckily, luckily it didn't get to my underwear. <laughs> Uh, it just stayed within the, the <laughs> confines of my ass. <laughs> Dude, that's, I mean, there, there, there's the silver light. That's <laughs> or the brown the light. Brown light. <laughs> that's my worst fear Any is like lining? having that happen in like a gathering or you just, you cannot get away. Yeah, I think you lost like as far as the worst situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. On uh, the other hand, while we we're in Lake Powell, I had the most glorious poop and they come like, once every five years <laughs> sat down did my business it was kind of a lot <laughs> and i could see in the toilet i'm like damn this is going to be like a job you know <laughs> and i roll up my toilet paper fold it over a couple times and i wipe nothing oh, oh you've been blessed yeah i know i was so blessed did you do a second just to double check yeah, i did i did okay, one just good, to double good, check good, good. because it always takes you Dude, know i do like three it takes one at least one wipe to also realize those trust issues popping back up. You're like, nah, <laughs> yeah. dude, there's something's wrong. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I tried again, nothing. Like, but it always takes two times or one time to realize you didn't have to. Damn. Okay. <laughs> That's, okay. Those are blessings. Have you? Yeah. And I walked oh, out sorry. of there feeling like a savage, dude. <laughs> dude you, you walk. I always out knew. Just... Th- I knew there was a different look about you that day. Yeah. yeah you, you were truly <laughs> glowing, glistening, yeah. <laughs> truly blowing. <laughs> uh. Wow. I don't know if anyone's going to top DJs. So one time, <laughs> but we're going to try when I was 11 
a family member passed away when I was living in Washington and they lived in Kentucky. So we, as a family, me, my five brothers and sisters and my mom and dad got in a car and drove straight for 44 hours. Oh, and we stopped at Dude, a, that's a rest prison stop. sentence. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, stopped at a rest stop or two slept for an hour or two every 24 hours or so. But I remember writing about Missouri. <laughs> I had to take a dump so bad. And the closest rest area was 65 miles away. So we keep driving and like kind of passive aggressive. Hey, uh, I got to go to the bathroom. Can we stop at the next rest area? Yeah. Yeah. It's 65 miles away. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and so we kept driving, we kept driving. Finally, we get to this rest area and I jump out of the car, run to the bathroom it's probably 3 a.m. because we're driving this 44-hour marathon drive. I get into the stall, pull my pants down, and it just goes everywhere. Oh, Everyone's had that, dude. You were 99% there. 99%. Oh. Dude, it was everywhere. That's scary. A paranormal poop. <laughs> dude, that was the scariest moment of my life, to be honest. <laughs> I was oh, like, sucks. oh, I'm going to get arrested or something as this 11-year-old just coming up with the weirdest thoughts in my mind. Like, I'm going to go to jail for just <laughs> destroying this bathroom. You, you ever just have I'm going to go to jail for destroying this <laughs> You ever just have it so bad when you're using the bathroom that you start repenting? Oh, yes, brother. <laughs> yes, brother DJ. Yeah, I, I, have, <laughs> I have prayed for death on the toilet. I've given up my ghost willingly. I said, take me now. I'm good. I was like, I've lived a full life at 21 years old. Please take my life now. Oh, 100%. I don't need to live any longer. Yeah. I will um, never look upon a woman with lust again. <laughs> you know? If you just take this burn from me. <laughs> um, um, I might not have one that tops DJs, but I can think of five specific instances in my like, oh. the history of my life where this happened. I may not share all five, but and that's the only ones I remember. So you might you might remember a couple others, but I just remember <laughs> the one where you asked me and Sean to pull over so you could go to the bathroom. Was and that with Kevin too, my cousin? Yeah, and we being assholes. Said no, dude. Said no, we didn't pull over and not just that, you didn't pull over and go home. You 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 didn't pull over and then we went to the mall straight afterwards and then I had to walk to the bathroom. Well, you all made fun of me. So we were like, no, dude, just hold it. Like you got this. And Jordan's like begging, like, please, dude, like I can't. And we're like, no, but dude, you must be joking. Like I did not understand. And all of a sudden he's just like, oh no. Oh no, oh no. And we're like, wait. You were being serious, and you're like, "Yeah, dude." Anyway, Jordan shit his pants, and then uh, we were we parked on the <laughs> other side of Orem University Mall, so I had to walk through the whole entire mall as these assholes were behind me, and then saw the freaking like the the, the seepage mark coming out of my pants. I'm full on his face as right I'm now. freaking duck walking to the. <laughs> past Nordstrom or wherever the hell that was. Were you in that truck with us coming back from Bear Lake with uh, the Tacloban crew? No. no I left in sure? a car the, the night before or earlier that morning, and I had probably 
the worst experience of my whole life. <laughs> so, we're, me and DJ were, were, were with some friends from uh, who we had met out in the, in the, in the, the Philippines, and we we're at Bear Lake. And the last day, what would we eat? Something we had ate that wasn't it? But like a ton of people eventually got sick. But I leave in the car in the morning and I'm going with uh, this girl I like and then her future boyfriend. <laughs> so I'm in the back seat. Okay, seeing I was this, in the car, yeah. Seeing this unravel in front of me. Yeah, and then um, there's somebody else in the, in the car with us as well. Yes, me. I mean, no, no, no. no. It, was, oh, it wasn't yeah, just yeah. you. I was saying there's somebody else besides you. I was there. You. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, you were there. I was saying, but you and somebody else. Um, and so um, we're driving back from Bear Lake. So we're going through Utah on a Sunday. And so we're going through all these small towns. My stomach's feeling a little wild. We drive past this. Ba- and I, I think I had mentioned something to the driver. And he, he was a super nice dude, like one of our good friends. And um, he's like, just let me know if like you need a stop for anything. So we drive past this gas station. He's like, you good? I was like, I'm like, I'm good. I'm feeling good right now. We get like 20 feet past the gas station. I'm like, um, we may need to turn around. So we turn around. I get out of the bathroom or I get out of the, the car. Luckily, because of my conditions, I have packed wet, wet wipes. Um, we, get to, we get to the gas station locked. There, this, this is a ghost town. So I go to the other side of the gas station. I'm outside. It's, there's snow on the ground, and I have to just sit there and squat in front of these, these um, trailer park houses. Like, it's I, the full open. There's nothing blocking me from their view. Like, it is my bare ass in front of these people just urinating out of my butthole. Just hot lava. Just, okay. uh. oh, gosh. And I'm praying for death. Um, Luckily, I, I think I also had hand sanitizer, so I was just like super prepared for this. We get back in the car, you know, everyone's trying to be nice to me, and I'm like, just, I just, it's okay. Like, we understand what's going on. We go up, you know, we, the drive's probably like four or five hour drive. I'm okay for a couple hours. Um, we get to Park City, like a, a city that's actually open on a Sunday in Utah, so there'd be places to stop. Again, he asked me, because it's the thing I probably should do. Would you like to stop? Are you, you feeling okay? I was like, I'm actually feeling really good right now. So, are you or are you just being dumb? Dude, I don't know. Dude, <laughs> I don't think I listened to my body until like two months ago. So, so probably the latter. Um, so we get past, like just past Park City. And, um, and uh, I go, uh, we got to stop. So he just pulls over on the side of the highway. Again, like a foot of snow on the ground. I hike through this snow. And I'm out of wet wipes because I ran out of them on the last excursion. And so luckily I have an extra upstairs t-shirt on me. (laughs) And so I had to wipe my ass with the upstairs t-shirt and I left it there. And hopefully it was like a marketing tactic, but, but yeah. And, and, and I could see, and I could see the car. I'm shitting and I'm looking at the car and seeing, I'm seeing, making eye contact with the girl in the shotgun and it's just, you know, we were, we, 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 we stayed good friends, but then things, you know, that's intimate, just friends. <laughs> that's what, that's oh. one of those experiences. Um, another, the, the experience I prayed for death, um, I ate bad durian, which is any durian if you've ever <laughs> ate that fruit, but it was actually like rotten, like no one else would eat it. And I was like, Oh, I'm a, I'll be the white guy who eats it. And so I ate it. And then same thing. We had, we're, we're living on a, a two-story apartment 
my partner is up there with me and I'm upstairs and I'm, I'm, I'm preparing to get downstairs to go to the bathroom. Like we specifically went home in the middle of the day because I needed to get home. Like immediately, like I need to get to a bathroom <laughs> and we get there. I'm, I'm getting ready to walk down the stairs and my body just locks up and I just erupt just right there in front of him. <laughs> my pants just, it's, it was just horrible. And then I just went into the bathroom Again, gave up my ghost. And uh, yeah, that was experience three. And then the last one <laughs> I will share only because has anyone ever, well, no, because you didn't share a story about it, like shit while you're running, <laughs> like full, full on sprinting. And then you're, rele- you're relieving yourself. It's the weirdest feeling. So we lived at this apartment complex and they conveniently had the elevator broken. So for like <laughs> six months, we had to walk up to the fourth floor every single day. Um, and so we get to, they we're coming back from something and Sean or DJ were driving and they dropped me off at the, at the lobby because it was like, they were going to go park, but they knew I needed to get to the bathroom there. So they dropped me off. I run in, run into somebody that I know. They're trying to talk to me, and I'm too fucking nice. You can put me out to, to just say, hey, I'm shitting my pants right now. I need to get, I need to, get to the fourth floor. So I don't. I, it, he stalls me for like 15, 20 seconds. I get away. I'm running up the stairs. As I turn the corner, when I get to the top of the stairs, it just goes. And I literally am shitting myself as I run like to four or five doors to our bathroom. Oh. And I'm like, as I'm thinking, I start laughing. Like, this is going to be the most <laughs> wild story. And everyone's just like, what is wrong with you? You shit yourself way too often. Like you're an adult. <laughs> I remember I told you too, when I, I was driving and I, when I dropped you off at the first floor and I was like, there's a bathroom. It's like a common area bathroom by the main <laughs> office. Like, there's a bathroom right there. I know you have a thing with using public bathrooms. <laughs> you don't, but I was like, Use a public bathroom or shit yourself. <laughs> the choice is yours. It, in my defense, I want to say it was locked, but I don't think I even checked. <laughs> Bro, you need to look into butt kegels, dude. You need to strengthen that arsehole, dude. Or diapers. <laughs> or depends. It's been it's been a while since I've. I mean, well, th- two two years. It's been two years. <laughs> I think you've made a lot of life choices, uh, life changes, or whatever that have helped you. For I have instance, a lot of listening to your body. Yeah. And, Food allergies. I have a lot of food (laughs) allergies and sensitivities that I'm now following. Gosh, this has been Doodoo Talk with 3AM. All right, let's get into stories. you to Barry Clue, an authorised financial advisor from New Zealand and a very special kind of stain on humanity. He was a very uh, knowledgeable young guy. He was a registered financial advisor. Type of guy that was bending over backwards to help you. Now you could be forgiven for thinking that Barry sounds like a great guy and you'd be right. Well, right up until the point 
when you're wrong. That was all fictitious. She stole from my son, who has a disability. Chris never knew. He died believing that we're all taken care of. A psychopath is somebody who lacks empathy, acts impulsively. I think there's a strong case that Barry might be all of those things, actually. To find out how Barry Clue stole over $15 million from 81 victims, subscribe to Clueless, the long con. That's Clueless, spelt K-L-O-O-G-H-L-E-S-S. I'm an American vigilante. I have a question for you. What would you do if someone you cared about was abducted, taken from you? Would you call me? Would you care about how I got them back? Download American Vigilante now.